direction and following divine direction is first of all not about what we will gain. Following divine direction um, from God is first about the fact that he is God. Secondly, is the fact that we love him. Thirdly, is the fact that we trust and have faith in him. And we believe that anything or any path to which God directs us is, a, is the best path to which we should be. So, the success and everything that comes from the fact that we are we are we are in the path where God wants us to be is a byproduct of following Him. It's not the main reason why we follow Him. I don't know if you're getting this. So, our major reason for following divine direction or moving at the pace that God wants us to move is first of all not because um, the success that comes with it. Those things may come, but the major reason why we follow is because he is God, one. Secondly, because we love him, like I said, and because we have faith and then we trust him, that anything or anywhere that he directs us to is the best part for us. So again, you know, I usually put in this part, we are in a generation that is very, that is moving very fast. There are so many reasons that we want to sometimes challenge you not moving in the path that God wants you to move. You know, the media is an aspect where people put every part of our lives. Then you can see your age may doing certain things that you're not doing, you know. And I want us to know that there is there's a different plan that God has for everyone. There's a different route that God has for everyone. For instance, David was going to become a king. Joseph was going to become a prime minister. They went through the way the way Joseph was going about his life. You will never know he was going to still become a prime minister. Just imagine your brother um, tried to actually kill you, then they sell you, then you went to put fast house, you were already enjoying before you know somebody came again, another scandal. Before you know you are in the prison. The process to which he, Joseph went through, you will never imagine that he was going to be a prime minister, even though he had a vision, God has shown him. Then on the other part, when you look at the life of David. You will see that David, the Bible never spoke to us about any vision that David had that was going to be a big person. You know, there are some of us who God has graciously helped us with encounters. We dream, we see the things that God had planned for us. Then there are other people on the other side who they are just following the written word of God. You don't have any other, um, um, how do I call it? Um, dramatic encounters. You know, I was in a vision and I saw multitude, I saw crowd. You know, this is how the mission is going to be. All they did is just to follow the written word of God. And sometimes when people come with these encounters and the things that God is showing them, you may, you may, you may feel one kind. See that God is not thinking about me. Then you go for meetings. Those are still the same people that men of God will call out by prophet, by word of wisdom, and say, the Lord is saying this. The Lord will do this for you. The Lord will take you to. And you are there just being faithful, following the Lord. And the things that you could have for yourself is the written word of God. Even though the, the written word of God is the highest manifestation of God. But there is a there is, there is, you know, there is a faith that we are attached to dramatic encounters. So when you see people consistently come with dramatic encounters, sometimes we may be, we may be weary and like, you see that God is not reminding me, um, um, remembering me. Why am I going through all this? And God is not even giving me any word. They go for meetings. They will even stretch out. That people should receive certain graces. Other people will fall under power, and you're just there standing. No sensation, nothing is working through your body. They will lay hands on you. Nothing is running through your body. Somebody will come out when they lay hands on me. This thing happened to me, that happened to me. But in your case, nothing like that. 
just like the case of David. There was no fictionary encounters. There was nothing. The way he was going about, just that young man in the wilderness until an opportunity came. Personally, I will call that, that is wilderness experience, the Kronos moment for him. You know, when the Lord was passing him through a training and all of that. And he had the opportunity when God was not going to grant him the opportunity because um, he had killed the lion, the bear. And when he, when he stood before Goliath, there, there was a confidence that was that has been built in his wilderness experience. Do you get it? So there are so many things that we may be going through. And sometimes we may think maybe, ah, I see that God has forgotten us because sometimes I will, I will be very honest with you. There are times when it, sees, when it seems the voice of God is silent over the, um, probably over the vision he has given to you, over the things he has told you, the things he has said, and it's as if those things he said, you are not even seeing them. Are you getting? So there are, there are, there are, there are times like that, there are seasons like that, when it seems the voice of God, you know, is silence concerning the matter. You are just moving by faith. You are just moving by the written word of God. You are just moving because you trust Him. You are just you are moving by the inner witness. But sometimes you just need more than that inner witness. Probably maybe it's influenced by the people around you because they always have visionaries encounter and all of that. So this nice short charge is just to bring us to that place that just because your age meets, you you consider that they have been ahead of you. You know we have different way that God. As planned for us. Just because we are in me does not mean our plan is the same and does not mean we'll get to the place of our plan at the same time. Dig it. So we have different, God has different plan for us. So maybe you're in a position that you feel like your age mate or people you started selling things with, they've gone ahead of you. This message is an indication to make you check one. Either if either you are uh, you are moving at God's peace. To check again if you're moving at God's pace. Secondly, and if you're moving at God's pace and it's as if certain people ahead of you, then they are actually not ahead of you. They are just moving at the pace to which God gave to them. And we must be, we must be, I know it may not be easy, you know, you graduate at the same time, and the things that people are doing, sometimes, you know, humanly speaking, there can be so many things, there can be down moments, there can be so many kind of moments that may not be very pleasant moments. So this message is, is to come, this short chat is to come and make you check, one, if you are if you are moving in God's peace, and secondly, that if you are moving in God's peace, you should find rest. You see, the Bible in the book of Ephesians, it says, he who is able to do exceedingly abundantly, one of the character of God is his integrity and his ability. He has the capacity to say and the ability to do. Do you get when they were on their way to Emmaus, they were they were discussing about Jesus to Jesus. They say, So you don't know this man who is mighty in word and indeed. Meaning there are people who can be mighty in word, they can say a thing, they have the capacity to say a thing, but the ability to make it happen is not there. So the Bible was showing us in the book of Ephesians, he said he is able to do exceedingly meaning jesus god don't only have the capacity to say it in. he has the capacity to say and the ability to make it happen so when you talk about when and the bible now speaking in the book of numbers 23 19 he said for god is not a man to lie meaning the bible did not say he cannot lie he said he's not a man to lie meaning that in the framework of god is not there the capacity the ability is not found in God. So even if God say go and sit down in that place and there's no chair there, because in his ability, there's a creative dimension in God that cannot make him lie. 
So even if God says there is a chair there and, and you're going and there's no chair, before you get there, there will be chair. So there's an ability in God. There's a creative dimension of that ability that make God, he can never be a liar. Anything he says is it. So God has the ability to see. He has the capacity to see and the ability to make it happen. So the book of Ephesians shows, he said, he who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we may ask or think. So in following, you must know that God has the, when you, when you say you trust God or you have faith in God, the first thing that you must do is to check, is to understand these two things. One, the ability and the integrity of God. That there are people who can say, tomorrow come, I'll give you one million. And they are sincere. They have integrity. But something can happen to before tomorrow. And maybe one of their loved one is in trouble. Before you come to say, I wanted to give you the money, but some, something just came up. They have integrity. They are, but their capacity to make that thing happen is not there. But the Bible shows a character. I've told you before that scripture makes you know the character of God. You know what God can do and what God will not do. So it shows us the character of what God can do. Exactly who is able to do. Not just to do, exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we may ask for think. So God don't just have the capacity to say anything, no. He has the ability that anything he says, he can bring it to pass. We see it in the book of Genesis, let there be light, let there be this. And the moment he's saying it, he did, God also can put that capacity upon a man. The Bible said, and the Lord honored the word of Samuel. He said he allowed no to fall to ground. So in his, in his, he has that creative dimension that can make him not to be a liar. So he's in his integrity and his ability that he has the power to say a thing and he has the ability that the things he has said will come to pass. That's why the Bible said that the Lord exalts his word. He exalted above anything that if he says a thing, he's not, he's not, a, man, he's not a man to lie. He, the, according to the song, uh, Pastor Matt sang that he has a track record of keeping his word. If he says it, then he will do it. So he who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above that we ask for things. So when you are when you are moving at God's pace, what do you what what are the things that must be in place? One, you must move in as God's pace is one that you must have faith and trust in God. You know, like I said, the integrity and the ability part of God that God who is able to do this. In the book of, let's see the book of Romans chapter 4. Book of Romans chapter 4 from verse 19. He said, let me from verse 18. He said, who against all believe in hope that they might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be, and be not weak in faith. He said, he considered not his own body now dead. He now, he considered not his own body now dead, meaning that his body is dead, but he considered it not. Why? Because he understood. Abraham did not just understand that God is God. He understood this full creative dimension of God, that he has integrity and he has ability. He said, and be not weak in faith. He considered not his own body now dead. He was about an hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. You see, the miracle of Abraham and Sarah look very simple now. But look at the people around you. Look at a man around 90 years and a woman around maybe 80 years around you. And check if they have the ability to carry a baby. If you want to understand this miracle, that's how to check it. 
And he now said, he said, he staggered not at the promise of God. He said, through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. 21, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. So Abraham understood these two abilities of God, that God has the capacity to say a thing and the ability to make the things he has said come to pass. Integrity and ability. There are people who have integrity but no ability. They can say a thing, but they are part to make it happen. Sincerity is not enough. There are people who see that somebody is sick and they can say, they are very sincere. They wish they can lay hands on the sick and they will be healed. But this is, this is an understanding that was, that was done on us that the Bible said that he who is able to do, not just the capacity to say a thing, I'm trying to bring you to a point that the things that God has told you, He has the capacity to bring them to pass. Because the Bible shows here in Romans 4.21, He said, i fully persuaded that what He had promised, He was able also to perform. Being fully persuaded that the things He has said, that God has the ability. God is not a man. He's not a politician. The things he told you is not a manifesto by one politician reading. No. The Bible says he exhorts his word. So if God said it, then he has the ability and the capacity that the things he has said will come to pass. Remember, he said, he who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly. This is the reason why Abraham refused to consider that his body is dead. He, he does not know why it will happen, but he understood the integrity and the ability of God. That God is not just big in saying things, no. In the part of Emperor Court, where you can say things big, big, but you can't make them happen. There's a slang they normally say. They say it's bobo juice. So he understood that God is not just giving bobo juice. He has the ability to say a thing and the capacity that that thing he has said a fine expression. So if you say something and in your natural understanding, you cannot fathom or you cannot understand how the thing will come to pass, leave that part. That is why it is God. That's why it is God, I mean. So that you can, you, you, sometimes you can't, you can't fathom or put together how the things he has said will come to pass. But if he has said it, then he will do it. So I'm trying to bring you to a point that if you must move at the pace of God, the first thing that you must have is faith and trust in God. Because let me be honest with you, there are so many times when you're following me may not make sense to any human being. May not make sense to and even including yourself. The only thing leading you may not even be super, may not be um, dramatic encounter. Though the the thing leading you at those period can be an inner witness, a word of encouragement from Scripture. You know that God is the one leading you. There is a leading by the Spirit of God. At this point, you must have faith and trust in God. Yeah, to know that He has the the capacity to say a thing, and when He says that thing, He also has the ability to make it happen. So, if you must move at the pace of God that He wants for your life, the first thing that must find expression in your life is that two things, that faith and trust in God. That now, when you now break them down, the ability, the capacity that God can say something, and then the ability that the things He said can come to pass. When you understand this, there are moments that may not be really favorable for you, but you know that if God says this thing, then He has the ability to make it happen. 
c'est qui who is able to do exceedingly even above the things that you may think he said and being fully persuaded that what he had promised you can change that promise to what he has said he was able also to perform he considered not his own body dead or the womb of sarah because he understood not just the speakings of god but the ability to make that speakings fine expression so if you must follow the peace of god the first thing that you must understand is what is that god has that that not just to say a thing he has the ability the capacity to say is one but the ability to make the things he has said on their way to emmaus they never knew they were speaking to jesus and they were they were saying the things he can do they said so you don't know that man who is mighty in word and in deed he can say a thing and then also make it happen there are so many people who have integrity. They can promise you, but honestly speaking, something can happen to them and they won't have the capacity or the ability to fulfill the things which they have said. And it's not really their fault. So this is one thing about God. If he says it, he's not coming to... No, he's not just saying something and looking, can I make this thing happen? No. If he says something, then he has the ability... So in following or moving at the pace of God is one thing that you must know. That God, he has this integrity when he sees it. Then he has... That's why he's God. And that in his framework, there's, there's a creativity there that can make him not to be a liar. So if God said, go there and go and sit down, and there's no chair, you won't understand. Before you sit, there will be a chair. Because the Bible said, God is not a man to lie. So in his framework, that ability to lie is not there. So if he says a thing, he has a track record, he exalts his word. So if he says something, the ability to make sure that thing find expression, he has it. He's not scratching his head trying to look for, will this thing work or we know? He has the ability that when he says a thing, then he will make it up. This is one thing Abraham understood. And that's why the Bible says he staggered not at the sayings. You can say he staggered not at the word of God. You can remove the promise and through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Then, we did not know the reason why he was not staggering. You know. Then in verse 21, what now gave us the reason? He said, and being fully persuaded that which he had promised, which he had said, he was able also to perform. That if God said it, then the ability to make it happen is not a problem. Like I said, he's not a Nigerian politician reading a manifesto, trying to win an election and come into space and do something else. No, he has the ability. If he says that thing, then believe will make it happen. Then number two, one of the things and uh, moving in God's peace that you must understand is patience. There's a place for faith, but you must also be patient. Moving at God's peace requires patience. There are times when the things God will have you do, the road to which God will lead you may not be making sense. So you must understand patience. See, one of the hardest things in a believer's work is the ability to stay with the last word that God gave you, even when it's not making sense. The ability. Now, Isaac, do not go down to Egypt, remain here. He said, the Bible now says, Isaac saw in that land and then lived in hundredfold. So, the, the, that's one of the hardest things that the believer is that God, you stay with the last speakings of God, even when they are not making sense.
So in following or moving by the things of God, one of the things that you must understand is patience. If you don't understand patience, you will. Because see, open door is not an indication that God has endorsed it. There are so many doors that is opened by Satan. If you read the book of Revelation, the Bible said that that particular lady, I've forgotten her name now, that she also, Jezebel also gives favor. Do you get it? Jezebel also do what? Gives favor. So that the door is open does not mean it's endorsed by God. We must be discerning enough. When I started this chart, I said, the reason why we follow God, divine direction, is not majorly because we want to succeed. No, the first reason for divine direction, one, that we obey, is because he's God. Secondly, because we love him. Third, because we have faith and trust in him. And we know that whichever way that God leads us is the best way. Are you getting it? So we know very, so everything that happens while we follow God's divine direction, that happens to not be success is a byproduct of, of following. It's not the main reason why we follow. I don't know if you are getting it. It's not the main reason why we do or why we follow. So when following God, there are so many times when so many things will not make sense. And if you allow people, just imagine that um, when say, uh, when when Joseph was in the was in the what I call was in the prison, he was looking for somebody that will not rush him out. Maybe he wants to bribe somebody that will not rush him out. You know, he will have bought so many things, or probably he had an affair with Potiphar's wife. The best would have been is somebody that is looking after Potiphar's um, um, goods and all of that. So in following God. There must be key, a major key factor is patience. Is what patience. If you look here, the Bible said that he said he is that now the promise of God, true unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, being fully persuaded that what he has he, had, he was able to do. There's a level of patience that people have. I mean, so in following God, you must understand the place of patience. Is not there are times when where God will be leading you may be place where in, in human speaking understanding may not be making sense, may not even have financial benefits. There are so many people also have opened down the, the thought maybe it's God and they're running into it. See, sometimes Satan can fast track certain things to open, so you will think it is God. That's why in seeking or moving at the pace of God, you must not judge it by the by the levels of the open doors that are coming. There are times when God Himself, out of His mercy, when it's not His way, He can God can, can actually stop certain things to allow them that they won't work. But there are also times when Satan fast track things. If you judge or you validate by the by the speed to which the doors are open, and you validate it and say it must be from God, without actually going back to empire of the Lord, there are so many people who have opened door that killed them. I remember a man of God was sharing the testimony. I think earlier this year that the particular family, all of them got passport and they relocated. Immediately they got there. So many things begin to happen to them. The man had blood pressure, many things. You know, was just the man of God called him. Why do we discuss? He said, we sure this relocation was because you had this thing quick or you really prayed and God wanted all of you to go. They could not answer. So that is that something, that something is fast track, or how do I put it? They fast track something, something happened fast, does not mean it's God. We must, we must grow to a point where we know that all open doors are not from God. So we must understand the place of patience in following God. 
Ah, uh-huh. the people who started together, they have gone far. They have done this. They, how God moves, the way that Joseph became king, and the way that Joseph became prime minister, different way. Are you getting me? Different way. So you must, even though we will still get to the same place, but the the pattern and the way to which God will get us there will not be the same. Most of the times. In the days of Moses, the Bible said what? They, they, um, God parted water for them. But in Jesus' time, they walked upon the water. That we are going to the same place does not mean we will get there the same time, one, or that we will get there using the same um, pattern. There are people who just see any business and they just run into it. Ah, this business is paying. Believers, no praying. No. So that the door is open is not an indication that God has endorsed it. There are so many things that can open fast because the Bible said even Jezebel gives favor. So in moving at the pace of God, one of the things that a person must be strong in is patience. You must know that as much as God gives speed, God is not in the hurry. Are you getting As much as God gives speed, God is not in the hurry. See, in the days of Abraham, there are other people who get their children. They get their children and they got the children maybe from other gods and other... There were so many people who had their own children. But the, but the one Abraham had came from the Lord. That, you know, there was something I had one time, you know, one particular lady won a particular golden dedicated to a man of God and was giving thanks to God and was saying God gave him. And somebody came up and said, what about the people who don't know God who want many things? See, that people got more things than you and that you got one does not mean it's not God who gave you. Other people may have more than five or seven children that came from another God, but we cannot deny the fact that Isaac came from the Lord. So that people got more things than you is not an indication that the one you got is not from God. So we must understand the place of patience because there are so many things that will be happening that sometimes, humanly speaking, you may not enjoy them. On pleasant season, moving at the pace of God, if you don't understand the pace of patience, you see, man's effort is Ishmael. When they were not patient enough, go and sleep with the maid. Man's effort is Ishmael, and Ishmael will always cause trouble. Till now, Ishmael is still causing trouble. But God's effort is Isaac. So every time God wants to help, but we decide to help God first, our effort will always give back to Ishmael that we continue to fight Isaac. So God is trying to help you, but you want to help God first. So the effort of man is Ishmael, but God's effort is Isaac, which that Ishmael now continue consistently fighting that Isaac. You know, if we are not careful, there are so many things. There are times when the speakings of God may not make sense. In fact, you know, with the way that we are in the world, humanly speaking and all that, you may, you may say, be like saying God's slow. I've told you, just because God gives speed hmm, does not mean God is in hurry. So we must understand that patience. We must be what patience, moving at the pace to which God wants us to move. Is a is a this generation they need to put a billboard out everywhere because everybody's in a hurry to blow. Everybody wants to blow, including men of God, copying and pasting. Just see what another ministry is doing. You copy it and paste it. Everybody just revolving, doing the same thing. And 
You know, the Bible said, I've not even called these people the king. He said, I've not sent them what they have run. Which message will they give? Paraphrasing now. So there are so many times that we are doing things out of sin, not because we are saved. We are not patient enough to receive what God wants to give. So we must be patient. We must be patient. That God, if you don't hear anything this mind, hear this, that God gives speed, but he's not in a hurry. So that when God is dealing with you in a small way and your friend that you started together is already doing, doing times 10 or 40, you don't know why God is keeping you. Sometimes God keeping you that way is a way of helping you. Because one of the ways to remain at the back forever is exposure prematurely. So God is helping you and dealing and removing certain things in your life. Are you getting See David who came up. See the kind of character that will not let that family David. Whoever knew that that little shepherd boy at the back will one day take somebody's wife and kill the husband. You don't know the tendency of the things that you are at until there is a, a, a way that God reveals it to you. Some people are not, there are certain sins that you're not committing, not because you are holy. No, it's because the resources to commit them has not come. When, see, when you have money, you have the options of many sins. Now, there are things you're not doing, you think because you are righteous, which face? Peter never knew he was going to deny Jesus. The act of men is, is something else. So, until there's a, so when God keeps you at the back and trying to work on you, it's for a reason. As long as you're moving at the pace of God, anywhere you are is the best place for you. Believe me. Social media may lie to you. Your age may lie to you. So many people, may, motivational speakers may lie to you, but the word of God can't lie to you. And say you are supposed to be here. If God said where you are, then that's the place you're supposed to be. When Lucy said, I will be here worshiping all of the days of my life. I'll be lifting up my hands, even if they are not easy. Patience. That God said, wait, and you are waiting there. Patience. There are so many people who are rushing, rushing into trouble. Patience. Moving as God's pace. You must understand that place of patience. God said, go to this place. It's not making sense, but you know that God's voice, then go. See, it's one of the testaments to know how far a man Patience is one of the ways to know how far a man is really dead to the things of the world and is alive to God. That God can keep you at his spot for long and you're there with him. And they're saying, I'll be right here waiting all of the days of my life. If he says, yeah, that's where I will stay. See, the proof that you love God is commandment, that you obey his commandment. That God sees a thing and then you stay there with his word. If he, remember I told you that God, God don't just have the integrity to just say a thing. He has the ability to make the things he has said come to pass. And he says, stay there. Then you are there. Patience. So many of us are rushing the things that are not time, opportunity, things that look like an opportunity, but Satan is the one in disguise. Why people don't why why is it that people don't don't follow um, um gospel? Why is that people don't follow gospel? I put here hasty, you know, people just like the patient I said now, people are being hasty, just uh, the book of Isaiah 28, verse 16. So many people are just rushing, you know. Actually, um, um may God help also the young generation of pastors and so many other 
People just, you know, they try this one, it not work. They move to another one. They do this one. No blueprint. The ones, the one God told them did not work. They moved. They didn't even. May Lord help us. Then, why people don't actually wait? Or why people don't move at God's peace is comparison. The book of 2 Corinthians 10, verse 12, they say they compare themselves among themselves. They say they are not wise. Look at this person, at this thing. Look at this person. See, until you are dead to the voice of men and alive to the voice of God, you can't follow God. See, I have said this many times that the weight of God is too heavy. Only dead men can carry him. You see, except the crumb of a wheat fall to the ground. You see, and that, not just follow. You can fall and still, no. You see, except the corn of a wheat fall to the ground and die, you abide not. So there are so many of us, we fell, but we didn't die. See, Paul, in the book of, I think it was in Galatians, Paul was saying, chapter 5, he was saying that when we came to Christ, that our flesh, we have crucified the flesh and the affection of lust. But again, in chapter 4, Paul again now saying we should put on the new man of uh, the, the, the new man. So if we have crucified our, our flesh when we come to Christ, then why is he not saying we should put on new man? Then again in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, why the Bible is again now come and say, and we should renew our mind after all. Do you know why? When you give your life to Christ, it was your spirit that was imprinted. Your, so when you say we have we have killed them, we have crucified the flesh, he was talking about the reality that the believer should be. Is speaking the reality of a believer. So, in making what he has said, find expression is that we must consistently feed on the word. That's why the Bible said that, that, that be renewed, that you renew your mind by the word. Paraphrasing now, Romans 12, verse 2. Then again, in Corinthians, he now said, pulling down stronghold. He said, every item that so is against the knowledge of God. So that the reality that Paul said, that this flesh has been crucified. It will be, so that that reality will become a normal, will become the major reality that the believer operating. You must consistently feed on the world. So if you want, so comparison is an indication of the voices of men. You know, people will tell you this. The voices of men does not mean people telling you. Social media has a voice. Yes, you see things. And you are, you are. Ah, this person will gather together now. This person will start a ministry together now. So there are voices everywhere. So one of the ways that Satan brings and comparison is still our joy. Comparison shut your eyes from what God is doing with you and now open your eyes for what God is doing for other people. So you are so engrossed with what God is doing for them that you forgot that God has been faithful with you. How we judge faithfulness is not about comparing ourselves to other people. How we judge faithfulness is by the place God took us from and where we are. And we are saying faithful to you, Lord. We are saying faithful to you, Lord. We are saying faithful to you, Lord. So, so many things we must we must sort ourselves from the place of comparison. Ah, this person is doing this, and this person is doing this, and this. Now that we have the social media, you know, you go and see your classmate of um, secondary school. Ah, they have four kids now. 
you are here, they are breaking your heart every you they have this. This ah, this person is working here now. Look at this machine that started here. Look at where they are now. Comparison. There are voices in everything that we see. Comparison. So one of the ways to measure your growth is how dead you are to the voices of things that try to compare you with other things. He said they complain themselves among themselves. He said they are not wise. If God says, wait, wait then. If God says, ah, this is the place to always be, be there. Say, I will be here waiting all of the days of my life. Say, I will be here lifting up my hands, even if it's not easy, all of the days of my life. Don't just sing it, understand what he's saying. But I will be here, and God says, here I will be. You see, you must get to a point where all that moves you is all that God wants. That no matter how beautiful these things are, if it's not from God, then you don't want them. See, you may, in humanly speaking or saying things, you may miss, as they say, human. But let me tell you, one with God, you did not miss anything. One with what? God, you did not miss anything. So, there are times when comparison will come. People can even say it. Look at these people. They are doing this. Or you can say that can be You know, there are three voices that speak. The voice of God, the voice of Satan, and your own voice. So, Satan can just begin to now speak. Or your flesh is reacting. Wow. See these people. So, you must out dead. You are the things. That place, even though it is good for them, is not where God wants it to be. Have this, have this mindset that the things God gives to you is the best that God wants you to have. Do you get it? The things that God gives to you is the best that God wants you to have. You see, I made up my mind hmm, that even if Penier would never be known, even if all you have to do is all this online ministry and be like this thing, Jesus called. Believe me, I stand before God and align us. God, I will not be angry. I've made up my mind since. I've made up my mind to go God's way for the rest of my life. I've, I've let so many things go. I've gone too far to go back. Even if this is all we've been doing till Jesus comes, everywhere they just gather like this, I will not be angry. If this is all God wants me to do, it's an honor to serve. It's an honor to be used by God. It's a privilege that God uses to communicate his truth. I say this, I'm not reading a manifesto. This is not a politician talk. If this is all God wants me to do, believe me, I love him more than all of this. Before this came, I loved him already. This is just an and this is just a byproduct of when love was in place. Okay, come and do this. So we must get to a place where we exhort what the things that God said. The things are ah, you, you know very well that that's not what God wants for you. But because you feel uncomfortable by human standard, so you are moving. How do you feel? See, God died for you so you can live for him. 
This is this is the realm Paul was speaking in Galatia. He said, I have been crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. He said, Yet not I. He said, The life which I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and died for me. So the life which I'm living now is not my life. So in case you see me not behaving the way I used to behave before, it's because somebody died and gave me his own life. I receive another life. So I'm not living my own life. I'm living that life to which I receive. We must not def define divine direction by the prosperity or by the open doors. See, am I saying God cannot open door? You know very well that I'm not saying that. God can open door. God can pick a man from here and put him wherever. When God leaves a man, you will know that this one is by the hand of God. All these things are not the reasons why we seek God. They are only a byproduct of it. Because God is a loving father. So when you seek him genuinely and honestly, these things are just added advantage that you can have. It's like buying a phone. You don't beg for a charger. It comes with it. So certain things that you are going after is just seeking the Lord. Most of the things you are running after one another, they are just things, they, they are byproduct of staying with the Lord. So moving at the pace of God, God says to do a thing and you stay there. There's an opportunity for a bigger job, but God stay, told you stay where you are. You don't know what he's doing. The proof that you don't have respect for the voice of God is an indication of power. You are, you are with saying that you love God. I love God is not just a man talk. No, it's obedience. That God says something you can obey. The proof of love is how far you can obey the things that he has said. The proof of love is how far you can obey the things that God has said. So don't allow social media move you out of the pace that God is moving, that God is, is, is putting you into. Don't allow social media or people, friends, you know, pressure from people and take you away from what God is, is actually growing you into. There are people that the place they rush into, God was still going to bring them into it, but God wants to make them grow. Check the time when, when a man came without growing, we saw what happened. Either the Bible never shows any process where he didn't grow. But then when the second Adam come, which was Jesus, the Bible in Luke 52 said, and Jesus grace, he said, and he stop, and he found, found favor with men and with God. So the Bible shows how Jesus grew. He said all these things he learned through obedience. So he shows the growth process of God. There are things that God, you want to rush into, God is building you gradually. Move at the peace of God. Move at the pace of God. So this night, Lord, receive grace. To do the things you told me to do. There are some of you, God gave you instruction. You did it once because it's not working. According to your standard, people are not placing demand on it. According to your standard, you stop doing that. See, the Bible said, do you remember the story of the, of the, of the talent people? He took from that one that didn't do it and give it to the one who has done more. He said he who is faithful is small. He said he is faithful in much. He didn't say he will be faithful. He considered him already faithful because he was faithful in small. There are some of you, God committed meetings. God committed things to your hand, but to you, they are not working because crowd is not coming the way and you abandon it. And say, I can't be doing this thing that nobody is even coming. But you said God told you and you are sure God said it. Then you don't trust him. 
So I receive grace tonight to move at the peace of God. In case I move out from the direction that God wants me or God asks me to walk into, I receive grace to move back. Can we just pray? Pray in the spirit. Lord, I receive grace. To work in your plan for my life. Rekubebo shakabarabababo shakabababo rakata rekubeleke.